Welcome to Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham. Today, we're going to be talking about an organization that is helping homeless kids all across the country. Joining me is Kendra Robbins. She's founder and executive director of Project Night Night. Thank you so much, Kendra, for the time to talk today. So how did Project Night Night get started? My young 16-month-old son, husband, and I were traveling, and we were staying at different people's houses, you know, guest room or a hotel occasionally. And Cole would go to bed very, very easily. And I thought that was pretty remarkable. And was I a great mom? And I kind of, after thinking about it, realized that really what it was, was that we were bringing with him and us some reliable sources of comfort, his blanket, his book, and his stuffed animal. And so wherever those items were, he thought he was home. It didn't actually matter where he was. And I began to think about victims of domestic violence and how they are largely women and often they are very lucky to escape their situation uh, with their children, let alone with their children's special items. And I thought, what if you as a child got to a domestic violence shelter and you didn't have anything that brought you comfort? You, you were lucky to be there, but you didn't have your favorite stuffed animal. You didn't have your blanket. You didn't have a book. Those are things that I think could be very traumatic. So I began to think, well, I think I can help here. This is something I, as one person, can do. My child has a lot of extra blankets, books, and stuffed animals. Let me see if I can package these, get them out to shelters, and see if it's anything that they are interested in having. So that's how I did that the first time in 2005. And what I didn't estimate was how much of a chord that would strike with others. I think most people understand the value of having a comfort item. They grew up with something that was important to them, be it a book, a blanket, or a stuffed animal. And volunteers really came out of the woodwork to help me. And that's really how we got started. What exactly does that package look like? Each night-night package contains a brand new book, a brand new stuffed animal, and a brand new blanket in a tote bag for a homeless child. And the way that looks to us is we separate the items into three age categories. Either you're a baby, a child, or a preteen. We serve up to age 12. If you're getting Good Night Moon, you're probably a baby. If you're getting Harry Potter, you're probably a preteen. And that way, the kids have access to educational materials that are age appropriate. Now, I would imagine that the shelters are probably loving these packages. What I realized was the reason they were well-received by the shelters is actually because of how they were packaged. And what I mean by that is shelters receive a lot of donations. So things come in trash bags. Here's all our clothing. Here are all our blankets, right? And when we took them apart and said, here's one beautiful blanket, one stuffed animal, one book in a tote bag for each child, and we pegged them to different age ranges, they were able to truly hand them out to each child and match them with the ideal recipient. And so it was much less overwhelming for the shelter and it took the pressure off of them to have to organize, you know, uh, tons and tons of donations into something manageable. Kendra, how important is that educational component? I think the educational element is a critical component of our night-night packages. Um, Again, this was something I learned uh, along the way. I had done it from a comfort standpoint, an opportunity for a parent to read to a child, uh, that kind of good night ritual. What I learned in the last 14 years is that um, homeless children often don't have books to call their own. They have books that are provided them by the school system, 
but they may or may not have the disposable income to purchase books that they own. So when we give a night-night package that has a high-quality classic book in it, we are giving 20, 50, sometimes 100 at a time to a shelter. And we know that the kids will read them or their parents will read the books to them and then they'll share. So all of a sudden during that period of transition in the shelter, they have access to a number of books. And of course, they leave the shelter owning at least one. You think there's a huge need for assistance? The need is immense, um, unfortunately. We serve 35,000 homeless children a year, which sounds huge if I were to end the sentence right there. Unfortunately, there are approximately a million kids in the U.S. who will be homeless at some point during the year. So really, we are at the very, very tip of the iceberg. The family homeless segment of the population is very quickly growing, uh, and it tends not to be as readily seen. It tends not to be the folks that you see on the side of the road. Um, and so a lot of people don't understand that it is an incredibly difficult time in kids' lives. Your children may go to school with one, maybe more homeless children, and you may not even know it. You're listening to Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham talking with Kendra Robbins with Project Night Night, an organization helping homeless kids. Well, Kendra, where exactly does Project Night Night operate and how do you find kids to help? We cover actually the whole United States. We serve about 800 shelters nationwide, and that's largely dependent on where we have volunteers. So we um, help, I believe at this point, every state in the continental U.S., Hawaii and Alaska are uh, prohibitively expensive to mail to, so we haven't been able to do them too much. I think one of the burdens is that the segment, the kids, the adults, and families are unseen. And I think part of what is special about receiving a night-night package is the reminder that you are special, that somebody values you, that somebody wants you to have these high-quality materials that are just as fabulous as the kind that they give their own kids and that you're not lesser. You are not worth something used. You are worth something brand new that we know you will love. Well, is that a requirement for donations that the products be brand new? It, it is. We used to have a model where we accepted like new products. What we found was that it was way too difficult for us to keep up a standard quality control standard. We decided to change about seven, eight years ago and go to all new models based on kind of feedback we had received from shelters and what we had seen ourselves, that these are kids who need something special at this point in their lives. And they are used to getting things that people have um, chosen to give away, but they are not used to getting something new. There was a little boy who received a night-night package at a shelter. And the blanket that he had had a plastic hanger and a little tag on it. And when we gave him the night-night package, he asked me if the blanket was new. And I explained to him that it was, and here are the ways you could tell. See, it has this tag on it. See, it has this hanger. That means it's new. And he kind of processed the information that was fine, and off he went. And a few days later, the shelter director saw him, and she told me the story. And he had his blanket tucked under his arm, and it still had the hanger and the little tag on it. And she asked him if he would like it removed so that he could use the blanket um, as intended. And, you know, he looked up with her with those big eyes and said, please don't take the tag off because it won't be new anymore. And I've never had anything new. And so for us, it's 
that kind of special connection that you are so worthy of receiving this that um, really changed our minds. We don't take packaging off anymore. Kids, it is it is a reaffirmation to them that the item is new and that the item is special and it's just for them. Well, if someone really wanted to, could they donate a crocheted or knitted blanket they made? As long as they are made with brand new material. The blanket is the one thing that we will accept that is handmade because people, I mean, some of the quilts I have received have been simply extraordinary, just heirloom quality that we are thrilled and honored to be able to give out to the kids. The only thing to keep in mind is size. The blanket, the book, and the stuffed animal need to be able to fit in our tote bag, which is 16 by 16 inches. So we have measurements, guidelines all on our website um, under our FAQ page, which tells you, you know, the size of the blanket. We can't have a big throw blanket or a big twin blanket or a sleeping bag. And we've gotten all of those things, uh, but we can't fit them in our bag. Right. Well, what kind of impact do you think that these items are having on the kids? I think that whether you're a parent or whether you grew up with one of these items, you viscerally understand that sometimes at night you get scared. And if there's any way to mitigate that fear, be it having a parent read you to sleep, snuggling with your special stuffed animal, or curling up with your blanket, that you understand that any type of fear mitigation is beneficial. And that's really what we're giving. We're not giving, we're not creating this. You know, every kid grows up with something like this that helps them deal with stressful situations. We're simply repackaging it and saying, we didn't forget you. Just because you're homeless doesn't mean that you don't deserve to have the same type of comforts. This is Closer Look. I'm Billy Branham talking with Kendra Robbins about how Project Night Night helps homeless kids feel comforted and safe. Kendra, are there times of the year where the need might be a little bit bigger than others? It's funny that you ask that. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, with a little asterisk on it. We serve kids all year long. um, And as I mentioned before, we really try to make sure that we are responsive to the shelters whenever they have turnover of kids, which is consistent throughout the year. That being said, donors like to help and volunteers like to help at the holidays. So in that sense, donors and volunteers, um, we use more at the holidays, but we could use support throughout the entire year. Do you guys utilize volunteers? So anyone who wishes is more than welcome to go onto our website and order tote bags. You can be anywhere that you are in the U.S. And we ask for a minimum of 10 to make sure that a shelter is served sufficiently. You will commit to filling them with a new blanket, new book, and a new stuffed animal. And when you're ready, we will help you place those at a shelter that's local to you. So that is our volunteer structure, and it's called the Adopt a Night Night Package Program. Other ways to volunteer are you don't have to do the tote bags. You can simply do a drive for new product in your area and send it to us. And then, of course, any nonprofit would love to have financial support. That gives us the most flexibility and allows us to help the most kids. If they wanted, is this something like a business or organization can get involved in? Yes, I think it's actually ideal. We have a lot of businesses that help. They come together at the holidays or Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or any sort of team building type time. And, you know, you can set a goal. We want to collect uh, 50 stuffed animals and send them to Project Night Night. That's awesome. Because when you mail us product or you donate money, we run with very, very low overhead. It goes right out to the kids. And so, yeah, if you send us a stuffed animal Mickey Mouse, that's going to be held by a child probably within the week. Anything that we maybe missed talking about that you'd like to mention? If 
folks are interested in helping, they can check our wish list for the most updated product needs we have. And you can always make a donation online at projectnightnight.org. Okay. Thanks so much, Kendra. For Closer Look, I'm Billy Branham.